Welcome to the Accepted Authority. I'm Andy Marmont. And I'm Greg Roworth. And as always, we're here to help answer a common consulting growth challenge. And today, what we wanted to talk about is the biggest mistakes we see consulting firms make when creating content for social media. Now, the reason why we bring this up is, uh, A, there's been a few different people who have spoken to us about this challenge. It comes up fairly often. And I think the fact that we know that the, there's, there is a reliance now and there will be a reliance in sort of 2025, at least according to Gartner, the fact that uh, buyers in the B2B space will have a reliance on digital channels, which will help guide them through the purchase journey. So we, if we bring it back, one of those channels is definitely social media. Let's call it LinkedIn for now. It could be TikTok down in the future as well. So there's, you've really got to have a considered approach about, about how you and what the thinking around the content journey to sort of guide your buyer. And uh, Greg, you know, you had, you had some conversations recently with companies around, do we outsource it? How do we do it? And I'd love to go a bit deeper with the idea of social media content for consulting firms. How do we, how do we position us, our firms as a guide rather, you know, someone to kind of make sense of, of all the content that's out there. So maybe we'll just start with your initial, your initial thoughts around this mm. topic. Yeah, well, yeah. Typically I see the biggest challenge and biggest mistake um, firms are making is outsourcing content creation um, to specialists in the field and not actually having a strategy around that content, you know, what that content should be. So, you know, I've come to an, an understanding recently, seeing this happening so much that before outsourcing, we need to be in a position to delegate rather than just outsource it. So, you know, and I think it comes from a realisation, you know, that exactly what you're saying, that professional firms need to be seen on social media and to be able to guide uh, their potential clients through that buyer's journey. But who knows how to do that? <laughs> you know, we're not marketers. We, you know, who's taught us? So we go to where we expect the people who should know, the, the marketing consultants, the social media experts, and we ask them for help and say, well, you know, we've got to be on social media. We've got to, you know, we've got to be seen there and, you know, we need to not be, selling ourselves I think people understand you know it's not about look at me style marketing it's about mm. providing value in, in the um, form of content that people see our authority so we go to these um, social media experts and say here's what we want you to do for us you know we want content on LinkedIn you know it can be you know ideally every day we need a you know some posts so can you create our content for us and the social media experts say, yeah, we can do that. Um, you know, what sort of content would you like? Oh, don't really know. We need some, maybe some memes or some quotes or, you know, something that makes us look like experts. Okay, you know, we'll do that. We'll come up with something. Let's interview you. We'll get, get a bit of uh, an understanding of what your message is. So they'll do that uh, and they'll start to create content. But I am yet to see any professional service firm get any really valuable leads from that methodology. 
And, and I think the reason is that there's no proper strategy developed behind that process around, you know, what the Gartner you know, research sees is that clients need someone to guide them through the, the noise of all the information that's out there when they're searching. You know, they're looking for someone to take them from the point of, I've got a problem, I don't really understand it, to, okay, you've got the best solution, how can I work with you? And that's the strategy that each firm needs to develop and understand and actually create a system and a structure around the content that's required in each of those steps. Make sure that works to attract their ideal clients before they delegate that. So they can yes. delegate a system that works to the same people who, you know, they're outsourcing the whole, you know, kit and caboodle to um, that way, I've seen it work. I've seen, you know, delegation work, but outsourcing the whole job, I've never seen work. Yeah, you raised some really good points there, Greg. The way that particularly if we talk about the, the B2B or the consulting buyer mentality, um, we're we're on social media not to have fun and, and, and you know, I referenced like Facebook maybe five years ago. Mm. where, you know, maybe you were interacting with some people and having conversations. But I think that they almost, like, I don't know, I feel that the, the consulting buyer is on social media because they want to know some more information about this particular problem. And, yes, there is also the element of being connected and having a network and that's, that's obviously the, probably the first thing that you would do if you've joined something like LinkedIn. You know, you would have people mm. in your network. But I feel more and more, as we reference at the start of this episode, people are looking, buyers in this space are looking for guidance, as you said, Greg. And all you've got to do is, for example, you know, TikTok, which is, uh, we, we talked about it a few episodes ago, almost a billion people on there now. But I was mm. having coffee with someone who's, um, again, got some great ideas in the space. And he said, just jump on TikTok. So, you know, we brought up TikTok and mm -hmm. there's a search bar and you type in, call it consulting. So we, we, we typed in management consulting and all these questions came up for what people were searching for, con consulting mm. strategy, you know, day in the life of consulting, um, you know, mm -hmm. how to be a consultant, all these sorts of things. I guess my, mm. my point being is that uh, that the way that we get that cut through on social media as a consulting firm is definitely more around focusing it more, more so around that, that buyer journey and being able to understand that uh, out of your pool of potential clients or, or your network, not everyone's going to buy. We know that, but if you, if you, if you're doing a good job on social media, then you are at least educating and making sense of what's happening out there. So I think you're right. Having a having a strategy, or at least thinking about what are some of the things that our clients or potential clients are needing to understand. What can we then do as a business to be able to talk about that and sort of be that guide? Once you've got that strategy, then the social media expert potentially or the marketing firm can wrap around that, and then ideally, you know, you can piggyback off the back of that strategy. Or obviously, you know, you get a firm like Concurve, who is a specialist in consulting. And marketing, and then, but that's a, that's a fairly sort of rare commodity. Uh, mm -hmm. I would suggest most of it, more sort of a general space. So, just yeah. 
turning their own horn there. But that's the that's the idea behind this. You you want to have that you want to have yeah. a, a dedicated strategy. Mm. It's a really good point, Greg. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, and good on you for tooting your own horn. I think we probably don't do that enough because we're <laughs> I mean, we're both all about giving value to our clients. Yeah. But yeah, we are in the space of you know helping consultants you know win more business and win, win higher value business and particularly you know win clients they can have a long term relationship with where there's an equal exchange or you know maybe not even an equal exchange. We we tend to give much more value. Than we get paid for, but that's the name of the game. You know, people don't pay necessarily for equal value; they pay for more value than what they're exchanging. Um, but you know, we are in a position to, you know, well, help our clients build those strategies that are effective in attracting their premium clients. And um, you know, I've seen that happening, you know, consistently by giving value but also giving value in the right way. So, you know, uh, we've talked about my six E's process. You know, what's the first thing someone should see where they make that initial connection? It's typically what I call enter the conversation content, which is about the client's problems. Um, you know, that's what engages clients and, and gets their attention. You know, when we show that we understand them and they feel understood by us, we automatically are attributed authority position. You know, yes. People want to know that we understand them and we're not talking over their heads. Um, and, you know, again, the biggest mistake I see, even with the content, you know, that is often content that goes over people's heads because, you know, we are specifically and almost drawn to automatically talk about solutions. And that's what we're, we do. We provide solutions. Um, so most of the content typically is about solutions um, and most people aren't ready for the solution um, at the first, yes. first point of connection with us. So having yes. you know, a system where we you know, enter that conversation around their problems, start to introduce the solution and then educate them about the options and, and yes. what alternatives are, you know, what they may have tried in the past that failed. You know, what we've seen as the way to overcome those failures and do it differently and provide a better solution. Yes. And then they can start to see, yeah, we tried that. That didn't work. Yeah, okay, here's a new new way of doing it. We're providing hope. You know, we provide a new hope to clients who've failed in the past yes. and see, oh, wow, if that could work for those people they've done business with, it could work for me. Let's, let's talk. And that way... You know, like happened yes. to me earlier in the week. You know, someone came through that exact process with me, heard me on a, a podcast, um, not ours, but the <laughs> one where I was a guest, and they got in touch with me because, quote, you basically described my life and the problems that I was dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. So I wanted to find out more. What a great recommendation. And that's uh, I, and I think if you if you go back to the idea of, okay, so we we alluded that as consultants typically we're not trained in, in marketing or in, in that strategy or in mm. strategy yes but not marketing. So if you think about what we're doing with this podcast, just just think about that for a second. So we've we've filmed twenty podcasts so far. Now each podcast 
that's what we're doing there is we're really thinking about what are the most common challenges that a consulting firm of a certain size and niche potentially, you know, five to 50 staff, five to 30 staff consulting yeah. based in Australia, um, you know, certain revenue size, certain pain points. If we every week talk about something that's, that's relevant and that they feel that we, we, we feel based on research, based on conversations, um, then, and we do that over and over again, there's the podcast element, which is a 15 to 20 minute, no more uh, conversation yeah. each week. Um, mm. But then there's also, you know, we could take this, we are, and we take this podcast video and we, we chop it up into maybe four to six um, great little bite-sized chunks that gets then distributed across LinkedIn. Um, you can take a whole podcast that becomes uh, potentially a long form post Maybe it then forms part of a LinkedIn newsletter roundup that you could do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, and then maybe if you want to think about it, we, we might decide to create a book out of this podcast or we might decide on, on doing a, you know, like a, we did a live event the other day, which, which was um, a great learning experience for us both. But also we, we could, you know, use, use this as, a, as another sort of method. I know that um, a couple of guys that I really like, Robert Rosen, Joe Pellucci um, in America who talk about content marketing, they started a podcast years and years and years ago and then they decided, well, we'll take all the things that we've talked about and that turn that into a book and they've written three or four books together. Mm. So you can mm. kind of see how um, in terms of a strategy, you don't have to be all technical. You just got to think, how can I be that sage? How can I be that guide? Create mm. something that's fairly easy, and if you if you like writing or if you like uh, to speak like this, which is a great collaborative conversation, then how do you then how can you then um, distribute that at scale and amplify the awareness, but also um, be, you know become that guide? So uh, this is just a, a really good example, and hopefully you're seeing this, or you know you can kind of appreciate what we're doing over a period of time is, is yes, we want to add value the whole way, but also it's a way to then be able to impact more people by, um, by multiplying and amplifying the message of what we do. And that's simply through a conversation every week. And I know that you've actually got clients and meetings at the back of the podcast. Lucky you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the the way it is, but I think you've, you know, you've well described a really good way of, creating content there, um, which is a methodology we both use. But a key point in there is that there's not a lot of expense in that process. You know, when, yeah. right, and I see, you know, websites with highly overproduced content, you know, really professional, great quality looking videos. Mm. Do they actually get clients? <laughs> do, yeah. do they generate leads? And I see these, um, yeah, really high quality videos talking about what the firm does, you know, solutions for their clients, some some um, testimonials from existing clients, and they're great, but they're in the wrong place. You know, that yeah. that sort of content. And it, well, first of all, doesn't have to be highly produced. It doesn't have to be as high quality. You know, there's great quality just in what we're doing here in terms of the you know, visual sound quality, but we don't have the, you know, the sets and, and the, you know, production and the, you know, the, all the bells and whistles. We, we don't even bother with an introduction. Um, so um, 
we um, yeah, can create quality without too much effort and cost. Um, so, um, yeah, I think to wrap it up, you know, it's about understanding what content to place where in that buyer's journey and, yes. um, and really how to produce that content at as you know, minimum cost as possible to have the greatest effect. And it's complete. It's a constant test and measure approach, which is fantastic. Now I know that you probably. I think you've got a workman knocking on the door pretty soon, so we might yeah. we might let you go, Greg. But um, where can we find you if we want to reach out to you? Okay, well, obviously LinkedIn. Um, search for Greg Roworth, and uh, on my website at businessflightpath.com. Great. I'm at Andy Marmont on LinkedIn, and it's concurve.com.au. If you've loved the episode, if you like what we're doing, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. It really helps us in the rankings and being able to impact more and more people and consulting firms like yourself. So thanks again for listening. This has been the Accepted Authority, and we'll speak to you next time. Thanks, Andy. Bye.